Little Hope Yeah Little Hope Okay, little folks. Hi, everyone. I'm Jacqueline Toberoff. And I'm Tamara Lashtak. And we are your hosts of the Bo Peep podcast. Where the men are women, the women are men, and the sheep are confused. So before we start, Tamara, you're way on location. Tell us where you are. Make us all jealous. Uh, I am in Costa Rica, and I decided to come down here and explore the options of doing a coaching program here in Costa Rica something about reinventing and designing a life that you absolutely love. And I was attracted to come here because it does border Panama. And we do have an ensuing migrant crisis that is actually starting in Central America and making its way through Panama. So I will be going down there to explore and investigate and see with my own lying eyes what is going on. Can't wait. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic. It is buyer's remorse and elevating false idols. Is there buyer's remorse for Biden, Cuomo, de Blasio, Gavin Newsom, these politicians that were voted in and that have really affected in a very negative way the state of the country and the states, cities, and towns that they run? I don't think that there's actually buyer's remorse from the left. I happen to be extremely disappointed with the fact that the Biden administration basically on day one came in and with the stroke of a pen, wiped out all of President Trump's executive orders when the policies were working. And that is sort of unprecedented because in past administrations, notwithstanding the Trump administration, who actually happened to repeal a lot of the Obama orders. But in past presidencies, what would tend to happen is if something was passed into law or by executive order, it would stand because it was so difficult to get those policies sort of passed through that they would not really repeal them. They would let them stand. This way, you don't actually have dramatic policy disruptions from one generation to the next. The reason Trump happened to do a lot of his executive orders, because to be frank, The policies of the Obama administration were bad policies. They were bad for America. As a person, I really like Barack Obama. I really like his entire family. But from a policy perspective, was terrible for this country. Now, Biden, without really thinking this through, because there was such immense hatred for Donald Trump, with the stroke of a pen, removed all the policies. And now we have a lot of problems as a result. Particularly, we have an ensuing immigration crisis at our southern border. Our posture with China has been right from the get-go challenged. We saw Tony Blinken getting wiped up by the Chinese. I mean, embarrassing. Again, so a very different posture than President Trump had had. And we see a number of other things that are starting to happen. The tax policies getting repealed, you know, are going to increase our taxes tremendously and so on and so forth. However, that all said... I still think that people do not take enough time to get under the hood, read the policies that actually exist, and know what these policies mean for them. You have a mainstream media that continues to perpetuate a narrative and defend the left and their left ideologies. So you still have a huge percentage of the population, people like my brother, who don't actually really read anything, know anything, (laughs) or, you know, certainly don't read policy, 
who still are very pleased with what is happening in this administration. It's shocking. Yeah, I would say despite the horrible policies, despite the incredible financial drain, despite the embarrassment that Biden, his policies, his administration have caused Americans in America, there is still no buyer's remorse coming from the left. I think the biggest reason why, as you said, is because there's just blinding hatred. They are willing to pay higher taxes. They are willing to subject their children. They're willing to really do anything to keep these horrible people in positions of power. What really bothers me as a conservative is when I hear these other conservative journalists discussing whether, you know, if they can just prove the fraud, those on the left will come on over. There's such a disconnect. Look, those on the left, are happy about this. Those on the left perpetuated the fraud, bought that bill of goods, is excited by the division that's happening here. It's a loser mentality. It's victimhood mentality. They love it for the same reason that they love the Obama apology tour. There's, I don't think, any buyer's remorse, and I don't think there's any amount of proof. Look, we all heard about Hunter Biden. If that wasn't enough, and his connection with his father, these grotesque financial dealings he had, if that wasn't enough to sway the people, why would a little thing like voter fraud do it? I don't think they care at all. I would say that this is occurring on both sides. We heard during the Trump presidency that the media was saying that Trump supporters are so diehard, they would love him no matter what, they would vote for him no matter what and support him no matter what even if he walked down the street on Fifth Avenue and shot somebody in the face. That is true. And that is because he had our backs. The stock market was at an all-time high. We were thriving under President Trump. The country was really firing on all cylinders. We are dying under President Biden. We haven't even discussed, nor has the media, the real implications of opening the border, keeping the schools and states closed, Where are these young adult men going to go to school? The country was doing so well under Trump and is doing so poorly under Biden, whether the left has Stockholm syndrome, they've fallen in love with their oppressor. I'm in Costa Rica and I feel freer here in Costa Rica than I do in New York, for sure. They've put a fear of God in us. We're afraid to do or say anything. Cancel culture is coming for you. If you attack anyone on the left, you are automatically a racist, a bigot, a transgender phobe, an Islamophobe. They are coming for you. They are going to make your life hell. And they're coming for you and your family and your friends and your dead relatives. And they are going to disappear you. And you might end up in Costa Rica. Everyone in America has Stockholm syndrome. Whether you've been forced to believe that being a victim is aspirational or that you're a winner when you've just lost, or you're like us and we're fighting back, pushing back against the establishment. Everyone's been driven crazy. Perhaps this was the plan all along to drive everyone crazy. Well, there's definitely a plan. It's very interesting here in Costa Rica. Very few people wear masks. Mostly some tourists wear masks, but locals pretty much don't. And when I asked- I I thought only horrible Americans didn't wear masks. Well. I guess that's me. I've always known that I was deplorable. 
I asked a, a number of locals about coronavirus and they said that it doesn't really come to this area because of the heat. I would argue that it doesn't seem to be attacking the poorer countries. Maybe Costa Rica is just inconsequential to the overall plan. Well, it seems like regarding the poorer countries, they realized very quickly that people live in confined spaces. They couldn't lock them down indefinitely. So they wised up very quickly. They were, they were uh, definitely in lockdown, but I don't think that Costa Rica is necessarily on any geopolitical radar screen for any kind of critical takeover or influence. Uh, You're doing like the tourism pitch for Costa Rica. I'm ready to come. <laughs> Sounds so good. Oh, no, no I, I like it so much. And they said that not a lot of tourists are here right now. So it's even better. So let's go back to the buyer's remorse. Even with Cuomo, de Blasio, Gavin Newsom. Are yeah, let's you... talk about Gavin Newsom. Clearly, there's buyer's yeah. remorse there. There's a recall in progress. So, there's, so somebody there has buyer's remorse. And to the extent that that is the blueprint for other states in the country, I'm certain it will be followed. Now, apparently in New York, you cannot recall a governor. So they have to figure out another way to bring down Cuomo. But I have to point out, it is not the right that's bringing down Cuomo. It is actually his own party that's bringing him down. I question the percentage of people that are trying to bring him down in terms of dividing them up into political parties. I'm unsure if it's overwhelmingly Democrat, if it's overwhelmingly conservative. I'd be curious to know what the breakdown is. It's, um, it's actually, there actually are a lot of Democrats supporting the recall. And I think that they have over 2 million signatures. Is And then uh, my follow-up question would be, would they vote in again along party lines? Is there buyer's remorse just from such a selfish place that these salon owners, small business owners, homeowners that are sick of tent cities, defecation, heroin needles, are they just so sick of what they think only Gavin Newsom has done? Or have they made the connection now that this is left-leaning policy? Yeah. Have they made that connection? I don't know who has and who hasn't. So I'm going to actually lay that out because this has been my observation over the last year or so or a couple of years. The fringe on either side you've got to be wary about. We don't want extremes. I think generally the whole country is pretty much in the middle. There really are no Democratic moderates. There have been a lot of voices in the Democrat Party that keep saying that the progressive left is a small faction of the party. That is no longer true. Agreed. If you are voting for a Democrat, you are going to vote for far left-leaning policies and ideologies. Agreed. And we are seeing that firsthand under Biden, who promised that he was going to be a moderate. He has been pretty much a radical. He is pushing more radical ideas and ideologies than any past president that well, we've had. Well, we, we know that he's a liar. And if the media had done its job properly, they could have exposed this to the rest of the world. He's lied so frequently. It's pretty amazing to have assumed that he was ever going to keep his promise. He wavered on fracking on his affiliation with racism and the Ku Klux Klan member, the Kegel. I mean, the guy's a liar, not knowing what his son does Again, for a living. This is what Trump, this is what the left said about Trump was that he was a liar. How many times did the Washington Post keep a tally on the amount of lies that I don't told? read? Look, can we just, can Post. we just, you know, this, this is actually interesting because I um, actually went to a real estate conference and I happen to be sitting in the front row. And George Ross, who was the former chief executive of the Trump organization, was one of the speakers. And I had the honor of actually going up to him 
and asking him a few questions. And I said to him, and he had said that he did not vote for Donald Trump. And he said that was because his wife did not want him to. And so he didn't and felt his marriage was more important than a vote. Now, I actually am going to have to call bullshit on that because he seemed extremely loyal to the president. I think he just said that for our benefit and to avoid any vitriol that he might get from the audience. But I know that if he still has a friendship with Donald Trump, then he would have absolutely have voted for him because Trump would not have allowed that level of disloyalty. I said to him, do you think that Trump is a liar? And he said, all politicians lie. Don't be ridiculous and don't be naive. And I think that is a fair statement. And when I was running for office, I had a coffee with somebody who lived in my district, someone whom I knew from my past career, and he was a Democrat, but he voted for me because he knows me and he supports me and he knows that I'm sensible and he would always get behind any policies that I would endorse. He said, why are you running as a Republican in New York City? That's a very tough challenge. And I said, well, I have been a Republican since I was 18 years old, but I align with the values of the Republican Party. And he said, Republican schmublican, it's just a different brand of scumbag. That was probably the most accurate thing that anyone has really ever said to me, because as we had seen during the election with election fraud and how many Republicans actually joined forces with the Democrats to vote President Trump out of office or try to bring him down during the election, really did speak to exactly that comment. Right or left, the swamp is truly the swamp which makes it very clear as to why Trump was such an appealing president to so many. What are the policies of the Republican Party? Well, I think that, you know, the Republican Party tends to defend the Constitution as it was written, whereas the left believes that the Constitution is a free-flowing document that should be amended to reflect the change in times and the culture of the times. God help us all if that actually prevails, because where we are, Men are women, women are men. It's a confusing time. This is not an accident. It is organized with the intent of keeping us confused so that we just don't have our bearings and we're disoriented. Let me add to that. I think the other policies of the right are free markets, capitalism, safety. I would just say general freedom. For some reason, freedom has been maligned. It's really an amazing pushed by the media and tech oligarchs, they have maligned freedom. It's absolutely amazing, the snow job that they have done on people. The tech oligarchs do not believe in freedom. I'm actually a very good now called neo-feudalism. It was actually written by a Democrat. The author clearly lays out the strategy by the tech oligarchs, which is basically a two-party system the uber rich and everybody else. And we're going towards a feudal society where the younger population and the everybody else category don't even own their own land. In technology in San Francisco, real estate is so expensive. You have people working at some of these tech companies, Facebook and so on, living in their cars. Right. Regarding buyer's remorse, Cuomo de Blasio, since both of us are from New York City and I am running for city council of District 1. in, And I'm running for mayor of Costa Rica. Good. You have my vote. Can I vote for you there? I mean, anything goes now, right? Yeah. <laughs> not, can, not only in America, everything goes in America. Costa Rica, there are rules. But here, what really bothers me is you see on social media, all of these really wealthy people who have had enough of these horrible progressive policies leaving. And they're going to places like Florida and 
free places where you can be outside and in school and at a restaurant and kayaking and, you know, outdoor life and living a free life. They're bringing their same shitty mentality to these places where they're still on social media talking about how amazing this candidate on the left is. And it's like, not only do they not have buyer's remorse, they're really just, I don't even know if they're capable of seeing the calamities that Cuomo and de Blasio and Margaret Chin of my district have created. But it's like they can't even go a step further and say, okay, it actually is this party. This party is poison. Their policies are poison. Their hatred for America is poison. Their hatred for Americans is poison. And we will take your money and we're going to ship it out, send it out, export jobs, give it away, insult you as we do it, close your schools, take away your freedoms. And you're supposed to think that this is what? Utopia? I mean, as what? Facebook, Twitter, send out all of this propaganda to brainwash us to think that this is amazing or this is for our safety? The one thing that President Trump did, he woke a lot of people up with the idea that the media is peddling fake news. And the reason that that term fake news has stuck so well is because it's true. Look at all these attempts to pin all these things on Trump, such as, you know, the Russian collusion and all this stuff. The reason they didn't stick impeachment, the reason they didn't stick is because they weren't true. Truth will always prevail. That is one value. I don't care if you're on the right or the left. Truth should be paramount. Yeah. These things did not stick to Donald Trump is because they were untrue. The reason the label fake news and enemy of the people sticks is because it is true. So now we're awake. We see our media is peddling a false narrative. They're lying to us. We don't truly understand why exactly, but we have some notion that there's greed and corruption behind it all. And so people still keep going back to that well. And it's shocking to me. And I would challenge people, read policy. They're not reading policy. I know, but they don't care about policy. Then we don't deserve to have a country. If you are too lazy and disinterested in your country to actually take that next step, because that information is not being fed to you in an honest way. So right after the Boulder shooting, the Boulder crime spree, the potential terror attack, I have someone who I'm friendly with say that it was a white person. Firstly, the media let us think that it was a white person for over 24 hours. And then when I said to her, not only is it not a white person, I don't even know why that would matter, but not only is it not a white person, it's a Syrian Muslim person. And by the way, FYI, the FBI has briefed President Biden that it's potentially a connection to ISIS. She continued to fight with me on this. She said, basically, I'm a liar. All the information is propaganda and it's bullshit. I would challenge you. I would say to you, I don't think, number one, a lot of people want to know the truth. And I don't think a lot of people want to read policy. I think we have been conditioned to believe all doctors. This is why we believe Fauci. This is why we have given him so much power, right? You bring up Dr. Fauci. Let's go to Dr. Fauci as a false idol. He is heralded as a national hero for making children's books on Dr. Fauci. It's unbelievable. Do you know that Dr. Fauci is probably the greatest co-conspirator in this whole entire pandemic? He was the one who was actually financing his NIH under his tutelage 
was financing these gain-of-function experiments that were first being done in the U.S., outlawed by Obama, and then moved to China. He knew very well that these were occurring, even though they were extremely dangerous. And I would not doubt that he knew that they were part of a bioweapons program. He should be brought to trial for treason. Dr. Fauci was elevated, basically, to become our chief economist. He was up there being the deciding factor in whether we close down the country. This is a doctor who is making a financial decision. Yeah, because the financial decision is lining his own pockets. If you look to see how much money Dr. Fauci has made on every vaccine that has gone through, you would be shocked and alarmed. In finance, we have a basic principle. Follow the money. There is no political will by either politicians or law enforcement and the media to actually follow Dr. Fauci's wallet. If they did their jobs, they would see this man as corrupt as they get. So another false idol that we have. And he's been wrong on every single call. No masks, masks. Now, two wrong masks. On every single call. You've got to be kidding me. People wake up, open your eyes. Who else would you say that we've elevated to this position uh, false idols? Who else? Donald Trump has been elevated by his party and people but, on the right, Biden on, and their party. And I don't know about that. You're going to go and defend Donald Trump and say, well, because his policies were good. That's right. See? Because his policies but were this good. Is how, but this is how it is. Right. This is how it but is. I, I also don't think that people on the left have elevated Biden. Let's be frank. Biden is a figurehead. Biden is not running the show. He is not really making any executive decisions. He is truly just a figurehead. And it is also really appalling. This is where they have some doctors who are analyzing his body movements and things. I don't need a doctor to tell me that this man is in decline. That scene where he was walking up the steps of Air Force One and tripping. No American should want to see that of our commander in chief. I mean, that was heartbreaking. You do not need to be a doctor to see that there is something seriously, seriously wrong with Biden. And we have been bullied, insulted, silenced if we even bring that up. Like, that's a weird thing to bring up, that this guy cannot string a sentence together, that this guy needs a teleprompter and still gets it wrong, that this guy can't recognize the difference between his wife. I mean, we, he, he hasn't even had an unaccompanied press no, conference. There, there's something physically and mentally wrong with this person. You're right. We do not need a doctor to tell us that this is degraded behavior. There's something not right with him. I know. And again, wake up, people. You don't need a medical degree to call that. Use your judgment. Stop waiting for people to think for you. I'm still so shocked that there's so many people who are still just bowing down to everything that is being said to them and told to them. I'm not watching the news and following. I'm just using you know, my life experience of 50 years and just using my own judgment and my own instincts. False idols. I think some other people that have been elevated to this position are AOC, totally undeserved. And by the way, AOC did super well under President Trump, right? She was at her peak under President Trump. Yeah, because she was the anti-Trump voice. She was a bitch, but she offered no solutions. And now under Biden, She's kind of very quiet because she can no longer bitch and she still has no solution. She was elevated and I think she's kind of hit her peak. She's also being used going back to Cuomo. So Cuomo was somebody who was certainly idolized. I mean, my aunt used to say, I got to go because Cuomo is going to speak and he's my boyfriend. 
And actually, now that she says that, that and all that's coming out about the women in harassment, that is true. <laughs> Although she's 80. <laughs> she's she's 80 um, and I highly doubt it, but she must be devastated right now because right. of what's coming out about him. He did a terrible job in mismanaged the pandemic from the beginning. He overreached in terms right. of things are great for that- they gave him an enemy. And they gave him an Emmy. I mean, it's unbelievable. The nursing home debacle happened early on last year. Why this is now being somewhat reported against him just speaks to the idea that he has pissed someone off or they want to clear the path for Kamala to run unopposed and they need him out of the way. Maybe Meghan Markle. Maybe maybe poor little Kamala doesn't know what's coming for her. Listen, Um, AOC stands a better chance than Meghan Markle. Como is one where idolized, but there is a gubernatorial election coming up in New York. Let's see if there's buyer's remorse. Let's see if he makes I was a thinking position the in same thing. I was thinking the same thing for city council and for the mayoral race. Let's see if people vote in the same party that has absolutely destroyed New York. Yeah. By the way, everyone, I promise you, if you vote for me, I will make you not want to move to Florida. I will do everything in my power to take into account every single taxpayer cent that you pay so that it never goes to one of these wasteful, high in the sky, ridiculous programs that are either used as slush funds, revenue streams. It's appalling what they do with our money. Yeah. It's appalling how little regard they have for it. So in terms of the elections and buyer's remorse and whether or not that is enough in order to get you to vote for a different party, what I've observed over the last few years is that, first of all, the fringe of either party is not really good. You don't want extreme policies in either direction, right or left. Majority of the country is somewhere in the middle, and that's pretty much where you want to gauge your policies. If you are voting Democrat, there is no such thing as a moderate Democratic party anymore. And you have a lot of Democrats who are coming out and saying, oh, that's just a few people on the fringe of our party, the progressive left, and they're a small portion. No, that's untrue. And we're seeing that firsthand in the Biden administration. Every one of his policies is more radical and extreme than any other administration we've had thus far. You almost can't vote Democrat. Like if you really want to save your city and your country, and it's a hard sell because the Republican brand is so bad. I'm even here in Costa Rica. I met a woman from the UK. We've been hanging out, just really going out, became really good friends really quickly. And she knows I ran for office. She's assuming that I'm a Democrat and she's assuming I'm a Democrat because she sees how cool and how open-minded and how sort of liberal I am in terms of open-mindedness. And I want to break it to her at one point that I'm a Republican. But I'm not ready yet. <laughs> she can't handle that. Well, let me just say something. Speaking mm-hmm. of the mayoral races, the city council races, I will say this. Ray McGuire is being touted as the next uh, second coming of Christ. Talk about false idols. This guy is such an amazing success story. But rather than extol American greatness, how he is the American dream. You know, went to an Ivy League school, had a top position. From abject poverty. Yes. He has fallen prey to the trend of social justice. I will never vote for him. I will never vote for anyone that rams that down our throats. Well, you can't so- vote for him because he is going to further the agenda of That's right. And everyone should take note because every social Instagram 
influencer that I'm following is pushing this person. And most of those influencers have hightailed it the hell out of here. They're in Florida, they're second, third, fourth house in the Hamptons. So pay attention. You know, if someone who has made tons of money is acting like a victim, that should send a light bulb signal out in your head. I used to love Oprah. She was one of the first talk show hosts that really put into the forefront of Western culture, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, all of these enlightened thinkers, Eastern thinkers, where you create abundance by thinking of abundance. It's crazy how she has adopted this victimhood mentality, how she now traffics in victimhood. This is a billionaire. A black billionaire. She's a black billionaire. This is someone who got very far in life based on her smarts, her grit, and her determination. The American dream is possible for anyone. And anyone that is pushing victimhood who is loaded should be a warning sign to everyone else that they are full of shit. That probably the reason why they're pushing that is because they want you to stay in the dumps. They want you to stay in the dirt because any successful person that is promoting this lie that they're victimized after reaching some heights cannot be believed. The greatest false narrative is equality of outcome. There's no such thing. Every one of us is extremely different. We have different talent. We have different intellects. Everything about each one of us is as unique as our fingerprint. There never will be equality of outcome. The best you can hope for is equality of opportunity. And that is what we want in this country, not Costa Rica. That's called the meritocracy. Meritocracy is slightly different, but having the opportunity where everyone, I mean, try going to another country where there's a caste system. And you were born into a caste and you will never try going to another country without a passport, without documentation, without any sort. You couldn't even get into Costa Rica, you told me, without COVID insurance. We have people streaming into our borders that we are going to have to absorb. We're paying for this. The most bleeding heart liberals are so inauthentic. They're not hosting these illegals. They're not taking on their medical costs. They are, but I mean, as an individual, we all are. They're not opening up their door and saying, you know what, come in family of four. I am going to pay for you. I'm going to send you to school. This is a lie. It's inauthentic. We will be absorbing the financial drain that this will be, this horrible policy. We will be absorbing young men into our schools. Look what happened in the schools in Sweden. This is what's to come. Schools that have been closed for over a year, drained of resources with frazzled parents hanging on by a thread, teachers hanging on by a thread, will now have to accommodate and absorb these young men This is a whole new problem that, again, the media does not even talk about. We've created a lot of false idols. So-called bleeding hearts are false idols. I think the bottom line is the media has really done a great job elevating these progressives to idol status. And maybe you're right. Maybe the truth does come out and they all end up falling. No, again, I don't think that people care. Major disappointments. People don't care about truth. They only want to be around people that think like them. And I watched that movie, Social Dilemma. That is the premise of their business model is to try to connect like-minded thinkers and truth becomes completely irrelevant. 
Gavin Newsom um, is being, you know, there is a recall. There's something like 2 million people who have actually signed the petition in order to recall him. I understand that a lot of those petition signers are Democrats. Another one who is an idol. What about Beto O'Rourke? Remember how he was graced the cover of Vanity Fair and they had that sort of halo behind him, like they were pushing him like that he was the new John F. Kennedy? Yes, I do. Another loaded guy lying about his name, lying about his origin, trafficking in victimhood. Yes, I do remember him. Thank God the American people rejected him. AOC is another one. Basically, she's taken over her party. Every media outlet needs to know what AOC thinks on every single issue. Stop looking at the picture of the news and listen to her words. They're incoherent. They don't even make sense. She's another one who can't string a sentence together. What will be the final straw in terms of buyer's remorse? When will we have had enough? For me as a mom, is it when our schools are infiltrated? Is it when my 12-year-old daughter is potentially in a class with an 18-year-old man? What will be, in your opinion, the final straw? Well, I think everyone is going to have an awakening at their own pace. Something may happen, you know, where you may lose your job or you get denied for health care or something something dramatic in your life may happen for you to open your eyes. I, for one, felt like my eyes were open during this pandemic and was really awakened to China's influence in our country during this pandemic. So everybody's awakening is going to be extremely different. Just be careful. When you say China, you don't mean Chinese people. You're not casting aspersions on Chinese people. Just Can you just clarify what you mean? I mean the Chinese Communist Party. Regardless, China. <laughs> Not to mince words, China. My best friend is Chinese, so we're cool. <laughs> I was your best friend. Yeah, I think I knocked him off because of his involvement in the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm kidding. We know. We know. Anyone watching this show knows. Yeah. We welcome all voices, all people from all walks of life. You should see the people who I've met and who I've been hanging out with. It's pretty real. On that note, the Bo Peep drops every Thursday. And you can follow us on social media, Instagram at the underscore Bo underscore Peep. Yep. And you and- can get this podcast anywhere. Podcasts are available, Spotify, iTunes. And if you like it, subscribe so that we can increase our reach and our subscription base. And we're going to be expanding our platforms very soon into YouTube, Rumble, and some other video type platforms as well as I think that we'll probably also start a WordPress site as well. So more products to come and um, more topics to be discussed there. And reach out. You can leave us comments. Let us know what topic ideas you think we should discuss. Let us know if you disagree with anything we're saying. We're open to it. We welcome it. So thank you guys. We will see you next Thursday. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Little Bopee She lost her sheep, y'all Don't know where to find Huh?